You're listening to the Geriatric Mamas Podcast with Jessica Raziri and Sonia Tapley. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Okay, not really. But like in our world, it's Christmas time because Halloween's over. And the second it was legit over the day after Halloween. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. The second Halloween is over, like it's it's time. It's Mm -hmm. literally time for Christmas. I currently, well, the people that can see the videos right now currently have Christmas up. Mm -hmm. If you can all just imagine that I also have Christmas up, I'm gonna have it next week. So (laughs) (laughs) we have um i still have like pumpkins and haystacks and stuff Mm -hmm. out front and so it's literally like the nightmare before christmas because it's like outside it's still like well it's not really halloweeny it's very much like thanksgiving yeah thanksgiving vibes vibes. Mm -hmm. like really cute fall thanksgiving vibes and then inside it's like the north pole i love that so but um probably next weekend Mm-hmm. I'm going to haul all that. Let me rephrase that. Next yeah. weekend, I'm going to enlist my husband to mm-hmm. haul all of that <laughs> out yeah. back. Yeah. Um, and then all the wreaths are going to go up and it's going to be like a little snow globe in Texas. Oh, of course, I but, love it. You know. Are you going to need to do any more Christmas decoration shopping or do you feel like you have it all this Sorry. year? <laughs> I always need to do Christmas decoration shopping. Oh my God, guess what I ordered? And guess what mm-hmm. I found? What? <laughs> okay, this is a little extra, but okay. So years ago, I saw somebody, um, well, it was before they really became like a super popular thing, but mm-hmm. I saw somebody with this like gorgeous home and they had like their front decorated with two really tall nutcrackers. Mm-hmm. They were like human, well, they were like pretty. tall, right? And on like, yeah. either side of their doors. And they were so pretty. And I looked these things up and they were like $10,000 each. And I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? That is so it's ridiculous. Insane. And then I've been like seeing them. They've been kind of expensive because mm-hmm. like this was probably like whatever. Um, but then I've been like seeing them. The prices have been going down. Prices have been going down. And then now because they're so popular, they've been making like just like cheaper versions of them mm-hmm. that are like definitely more achievable. Right. Um, anywhere from like $60 per nutcracker to like 100 and something or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that is significantly more doable. Yeah. Well, I saw it might be a scam, so I'll keep you posted on if they actually arrive or not. But (laughs) I saw it was like a Facebook thing or whatever popped up and it was a nine foot nutcracker for $30. What? And I ordered two of them. So I have two nine foot nutcrackers. When are they coming in? Like when are they supposed to get there? I I have no idea. Um, I I, I got a confirmation that the order went through. Mm -hmm. I emailed them because I was supposed to get another confirmation that that they were... (laughs) They were coming and I didn't. And so I was like, uh, can I get an update? And they were like, right. oh, yes, they've been shipped. Thank you so much for your patience. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. And you're really uh, just like, you don't even hey. give a crap because it's $30. What you're worried about is, am I going to have my nutcrackers for That's Christmas? That's all I care about. Right. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're apparently they've been shipped. Who knows where they're coming from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, they're probably made with all kinds of toxic substances because they're so cheap. <laughs> they're outside. But I don't so care. Outside. They're like nine foot tall nutcrackers and i'm just like so excited and it's like kind of stupid to like 
get them because I know that we're, you know, going to be like selling our house and moving. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what if the next house doesn't have like a really high porch, you mm-hmm. know, ceiling? So that might not work, <laughs> but I'll find a place for them. I don't care. I've been wanting yeah. these fuckers for so long. So I'm just so excited. So I can't wait to see them. Yeah. I know if they ever get here. So I need to let you guys know if I'm being scammed or not. I did not use, um, I like didn't use my, I always use like PayPal for shit like that. Cause I just Mm -hmm. get nervous. I'm like, I'm not putting my actual info in there. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. It's real because I'm so excited about it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I hope they are too. I know that excitement I've purchased from like random sites where things are a lot less expensive and, you know, even shipping and all that stuff. And I'm like, awesome. Awesome. I really hope it gets here in time for, you know, to enjoy it. Yeah. Usually it does. Or like, I hope I wasn't just scammed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Usually, usually it does. Well, can't wait to see those. Um, So this week or last week, I should say, um, I attempted two family photo shoots with Annabelle because I wanted photos of just Annabelle and I, um, because I feel like I take such great photos of Annabelle and Mike all the time. We have so many great photos of Annabelle and Mike. And then I don't really ever get any because I don't know, like just the angles that Mike I think will try it's to a take mom a thing. It is it's a mom how thing. it is. It's and like, how it is. it's so awkward because sometimes I'm just like, Mike, will you take a picture? And then like, we're losing the moment at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They take forever so. or they don't take like the angle that you want them to take. And they like fixate on one area and right. they take a million of the same shot. You're like, what are you fucking doing? Lower the right. camera or like, exactly. go over there. What are you doing? Like, yeah. God. Yeah, and Mike is so photogenic at our photo, like our family photos. So he'll just be like tossing Annabelle around like nothing because, you know, she's 30 pounds. So it's hard for me to do all that. So he'll just kind of take over. And then we have, and I'm like 4'11 and he's 6'2. So we've got, (laughs) we've got all these beautiful photos of Mike twirling and tossing Annabelle around and me just kind of like chasing them, like running behind and like trying to (laughs) hug them, like tackle them, like grab them, you know? So I'm like, I'm just going to schedule a photo shoot with just me and Annabelle. I can figure out the posing and the photographer is really great at posing us too. And it's not really about that. It's more like documentary style of just (laughs) taking photos while we're playing and having fun. So we got a bunch of those, which were amazing. Annabelle was so happy throughout that whole photo shoot, just playing around and yada yada. So I was really optimistic for our actual family photo shoot that we were doing that week because we need to get them for like holiday. Like we always frame photos for grandmothers, parents. It's the and best gifts. It's it all they really care about. They have right. everything else. So it's truly right. the best gifts. Yeah. And then, I, so, I'm a huge supporter of that for sure. Yeah. Um, need I need to do that pictures. with Hayden because it's the same. Like I don't ever get photos. Yeah. I have a ton of photos of him. I have a ton of photos of him with the dogs, him yeah. with Adam, him with his grandparents, mm-hmm. but not really much with me. Yeah. So you should definitely <clears throat> do that. That would be really fun. I mean, yeah, we're doing know. our family photos next week. It was supposed to be tomorrow, but we're supposed to get rain. So mm-hmm. um, we're moving it to Thursday, but I'm excited. Um, the photographer we're working with seems pretty good. I actually found her on Instagram and yeah. I just loved her style. So I've been like stalking her for a while. Um, and yeah. so finally I got it on photo. the books and yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. It's really funny because when I first reached out to her, I was like, um, I was still very much hormonal. It was like back in, it was actually like this time 
last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, no, it wasn't this time last year. What am I talking about? It was um, around March, I think. Mm-hmm. I reached out to her. Um, so yeah, so I was like hormonal still. And I reached out to her and I had this like, because I knew that I was doing like the pumpkin theme for, for um, I almost said my brother's name, for um, <laughs> Hayden's birthday. And so I was like, well, if I could kill two birds with one stone, this mm-hmm. would be amazing. So yeah. I reached out to her and I was just like, I have this idea. Picture it. We'll be in a pumpkin patch. There'll be pumpkins everywhere. And I like had this whole idea of us just like being around all these fucking pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, uh, I don't know that I'm the right photographer for your vision. Because she's That's like very hilarious. Yeah. And it's like, cause like she's just very much not like a portrait photographer. Yeah. She's very artsy, yeah. very like about those Kodak moments, right. very moody, very, mm-hmm. you know, uh, more about earth tones and stuff. And she's just like, bright fucking pumpkins. What are you talking about? No. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at the time I was like, what do you mean? It's a great idea. And now looking back, I'm like, what the fuck would I've done with all these photos of pumpkins? Right. Like, right. where would I have put them? Like on my right. walls, like right. all throughout the year, like right. I just have pumpkins all over the place. On Instagram, so. your entire feed would it's be always pumpkins. More more pumpkins. Summertime pumpkins. (laughs) Christmas pumpkins. So yeah, so she saved me for myself. Um, Then I reached out to her later. I was like, okay, you're right. That was a stupid idea. Let's Mm -hmm. not do that. Let's scratch that idea. So yeah, yeah. but it's, she's like, She's like, I'm never going to let you live that down. So it's kind of like a thing. I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I want to come so to the next funny. one so I can do her workshop. I mean, yes, I love photography, yeah. but I really like the podcast more. So this is really more my priority. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I would love to come out and do it just for fun and just see you guys. I and to watch and I, think, I think she's going to be our photographer. Like I haven't like actually like shot with her yet, but I've seen her work. I love her mm-hmm. personality. Yeah. Um, and I could just see her just being our like go-to photographer moving yeah. forward every year. So yeah. Same time next year. Well, <laughs> come on out and you could do a session. Just FYI, um, before I forget to tell the rest of Annabelle's photography story this week. I don't know that anyone's getting Christmas cards in the mail this year with our faces on them because she would not even look at the photographer for one photo for our actual family photos. Like I got all the good photos for just Annabelle and I. Well, (laughs) combine them. Yeah, we might. We might. We'll get, yeah, I'm sure people would love that. 100% 100% totally so we should probably introduce what this episode is yeah. today's episode is actually inspired by my husband's aunt I'm gonna say aunt because mm-hmm. I'm a New Englander aunt aunt is aunt. a bug and yes, she's aunt not is a, a bug. bug yep it's a bug yeah so Adam's aunt Courtney um <laughs> mentioned that she loves the coffee combos she actually mm-hmm. said we need to do like a happy hour episode, but Ooh, um, she I mentioned, like yeah, I know, me too. Maybe I'll have her on. Courtney, yeah. come on and do a happy hour episode with us. That would be amazing. <laughs> we, we really should do that. Um, but yeah, so she mentioned that she likes the coffee convos. And um, honestly, we didn't have a guest this week. And there's just been like a lot of random stuff that's been going on. And so we figured we were due for coffee convos episodes. So mm-hmm. Let's do Here it. Here we are. Yes. Here we are. So, FYI, today is National Happy Hour. It is. We're recording on November 12th. So, I mean, not to change the subject again, but 
in spirit of Courtney's happy hour uh, idea, today is National Happy Hour Day. So cheers, Courtney and everyone. Kind of killing two birds with one stone, except we're not drinking. We're drinking coffee. I have a lot of sh- yeah. It's, I have a lot of shit morning. I need to do today, so I can't be litty today. I actually have to get <laughs> shit done. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a Sunday morning. These are our days to get things done, I guess, these days. Um, so this episode is going to be coffee combos, a variety of topics, including posts on the Geriatric Mamas Facebook group. We added a team member that we're very excited about, an article that we read recently about children behaving differently about their moms in comparison to other people. Also, a very famous football mom was a geriatric mama um, when she had her babies. So we're going to talk about that. And then, you know, anything else our geriatric minds think of. So yeah, as Sonia was saying, we added a team member this week. We're super excited to announce Alyssa Graham, who you guys all heard from um, for her Hope episode a few weeks back. She is officially our new marketing and promotions manager, and she's started working on merch. So let us know if you'd like a really cute sticker or a t-shirt, and we will get something over to you. So we're super excited about that. And um, she's already hit the ground running. She's full of ideas and she's excited about this group. I mean, she can relate (laughs) as you guys all are aware. So we're super excited to have her. Um, And my God, it feels like we're official now. (laughs) We have been getting some really awesome posts on our geriatric mama's Facebook group. Um, we have a friend, Justine Alexander, um, who has been one of our really great fans, um, and comments on our stuff all the time. So we know she's listening to the podcast, which is super exciting. Hi, Justine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and she posted last week, this hilarious, um, picture. So the caption says, in my daughter's Hello magazine, I didn't know they made magazines like this for kids, but that's amazing. Um, <laughs> in my daughter's Hello magazine, this guy is called Grandpa, probably younger than my husband. So there's this guy who's, you know, I mean, he's got he's gray probably hair. Like, he's probably like 40, right? maybe 42 at right. most. And my like, husband is not... 43. <laughs> like Mike is 43 years old and he's lucky, like he's not losing any hair and his hair is still blonde. But this guy has, like, darkish, blondish hair, and, like, a lot of it is gray, like, from his ears back around the bottom. And he's, like, wearing, you know, cool dad or cool grandpa, I don't know, but cool dad pajamas. And he's got, like, his child is standing on his feet. And it says grandfather, the article says grandfather clock. I stand on grandpa's feet as he begins to rock left foot, right foot, tick tock, tick tock. And it's not a grandfather. No, they're literally calling him a grandpa. It is. (laughs) I showed Mike and he was like, oh boy. And. It's wicked funny because, you know, as a 43-year-old, he definitely doesn't feel like a grandpa, you know? Yeah. But, like, is that real, though? Is that, like, what grandpas are supposed to look like now? Like, are we, like... (laughs) Well, yeah, because when my... When I was born, my grandparents were, like, 41 and 42, which is younger than my... feel like... Like, I look back at photos and, yes, you're right. I hear you. Yeah. But like, I feel like my grandparents Mm -hmm. were always old as fuck. 
Right. You know, right. Like, they just always looked super old. Like yeah. even like in photos where they were like, quote unquote, young, mm-hmm. they still look old. There's so like, yeah, I don't understand. Like, what, like, like were they just know, born old? <laughs> you know, all those Facebook posts about like kids back in the day, what they looked like versus kids <laughs> now, what they look <laughs> yeah. like. It's probably the same exact thing, like yes. how they had like those really ugly clothes with like the really awful haircuts yes. and like the braces that stuck out from your mouth. Yeah, and you all have that. like a thirteen-year-old girl who looks like yeah. she's fifty-seven because right. she just like <laughs> these giant glasses, yeah. these giant bangs, frizzy yeah. hair, yeah, friggin' like just awful. <laughs> right. So if anybody, if you hear the people in society who are like telling you, oh, just do it. We survived that. Like just fine. So like, why do we have to eat healthy now? Like we ate hamburger, hel- hamburger helper back then and we were all fine. It's like, yeah, like you survived it, but yeah. clearly you mm-hmm. weren't well, you know? So I think it kind of is... <laughs> It kind of goes hand in hand with like what they thought was great back then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But anyways, this post is hilarious. And I also love that she was thoughtful and she, she included men because, you know, we've all got husbands out there. Like we're we're not just mamas. We're also dads, you know? So, well, I mean, the post was about men. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Justine's thoughtful, but like she didn't like create the photo like no no i know but she like posted yeah. it yeah no i i agree with you but yeah that's crazy it's so funny like, yeah. I, but yeah i literally look at like all photos of like my grandparents and it's like they're the only difference is that like their hair wasn't gray yeah but they still look exactly the same <laughs> right and here we are and we're 41 and 40 right and our hair is either you know like our hair is either to our shoulders or longer. We are, mm-hmm. you know, curling Yeah, we don't it. have, like, a like, big font. Right. There's, like, a big font. The signature, the signature Adam grandmother. Adam loves saying bouffant. I love Like, it. he'll look at, like, anybody with, like, a hair, like, up. He's like, is that a bouffant? Yeah. Look at that bouffant. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, that is what that is. And as soon as we turn into grandmas, are we getting a bouffant? I'm not like, you know, okay. Mm -hmm. What happens at the age of like, what is it? 75 Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or all of a sudden like old ladies decide to chop their hair and get a perm. I have no idea. (laughs) That is not going to be me. I would, I would not (laughs) ever. Oh my God. I'm going (laughs) to literally Photoshop your face with a short old lady perm just to see what you'd look like. I feel like it makes so good. Show notes for both of us. I think we need to do that for both of us. Okay. My face right. doesn't carry that well, as you'll all see. Mine either. Yeah. We have Cabbage Patch faces. Right. Like, it's just not a thing. Right. <laughs> to put, like, Q-tip hair on top of us. Like, yeah. so And stupid. then what is the whole thing about, <laughs> I'm seeing this trend on reels about, like, when, like, the bride walks down the aisle and then she'll go back to her room to like quote unquote change into her second dress or, you know, get comfortable shoes on or something. And one of her bridesmaids or her hairstylist is there with a set of sheer cutting shears and they're cutting her hair into the wifey bob. And what? It's like, what? So they literally get married. She walks back to her room to get more comfortable and she gets a wifey bob <laughs> and then goes to her reception with her new haircut and her comfy clothes on. And it's like, wait, this, 
Why are we cutting our hair off now just because we're a wife? Where did you see this? Oh, it's everywhere. It's what are you everywhere. About? I've seen it all over the place. Maybe it's just oh because my God, that's awful. when I'm scrolling and I can't sleep at like three o'clock in the morning or whatever, but I'm also too tired to do anything productive. I'll just be scrolling and I see all these things and I've seen it. I've seen it at least so three does, or four is, times. Is the new husband aware that this is going to happen? It's a surprise. Oh, yeah. That's a surprise. Even all better. Right. And I'm not trying to be sexist, like, oh, like, he married her, like, with long hair, like, how dare she? But at the same time, like, hello. But, I mean, okay, but we could flip that and say that, like, this, like, right after, you know, you say I do at the altar, Mm -hmm. and then when the husband shows back up at the reception, he shaves his head. It's the same thing. It is the same thing. You know, like, I don't Mm -hmm. want that. So, like, why... (laughs) Would I assume that he would want me to like have a Karen haircut, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I know. God. That's yeah. That's a good thing. I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. That's funny. That's well, terrifying and one, funny. The wifey cut. I think I'll just search the wifey cut or something on Facebook or Instagram or something. And then hopefully one of those reels will pop up and I can put it in the show notes. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I, I have not, I guess I need to do some more time scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I feel really great after getting a night's sleep without scrolling, but those nights are few and far between <laughs> because yeah. Mike snores and he like takes down this apartment with his snoring. So mm. oftentimes I do wake up right after like he starts at like two or three in the morning and then I'm up for a couple hours and I get, you know, there's a lot of knowledge out there. That, you know, yeah. Like, Adam's an aggressive snorer also. It's funny <laughs> because he like says how his like dad is like a really loud snorer. And then I'm like, um, I don't know where they were. I think they were like on some trip. It was him and his brother and his dad, like all had to like share a hotel room. And Adam was literally complaining about how like he, he like he comes home. He's like, Oh, I didn't get any sleep. So my dad is snoring so loud. And I'm like, Oh, really? Like, you didn't get any sleep from snoring? It's really annoying, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's hard to sleep, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And he's just like, I'm not like that. I'm like, bullshit. You're probably, yeah. like, just as loud, if not worse. Video like, you it. can hear oh, wait, yourself. You oh, I've done it. I have. It and he just, before. like, yeah. And he's just, like, in denial that that's him. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's you. It's yeah. you. I promise it's you. Yeah. So I found this post recently that I had sent over to Sonia. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those situations where Facebook is listening to you, your every thought. They're like in your head and then they just pop things up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was a post about how children uh, behave worse with their mothers Mm -hmm. than anybody else. And so the post, uh, the article says, um, it's a study by the University of Washington found that children are 800% worse around their mothers. The study shows that the percentage doubles to 1600% if the children are under the age of 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> the study was first published on Mom, New- Mom News Daily and soon went viral. The survey uh, contacted 500 families to check and report their findings. The scientists reportedly recorded neediness, whine crying, shriek screaming, attempted slapping, forgetting how how to walk and use of words, and acting the fool. (laughs) What we found was that children as young as eight months old could be playing happily, but upon seeing their mother enter a room, were 99.9% more likely to begin crying, release their bowels, and need her immediate attention. (laughs) 
The 0.1% was a vision impaired child, but once he heard his mother's voice, he began throwing things and asked for a snack despite having just eaten. Truly fascinating. <laughs> Professor of Marriage and Family Psychology, Dr. Mm -hmm. K.P. Lebowitz. Lebowitz. Yep. Even as the researchers studied how the children would respond to discipline, they explained that 100% of the children responded more to instructions when they were given by people other than their mother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually starting to like experience this with Hayden and it's mm -hmm. so frustrating. Mm -hmm. um, and Adam's like, it's because you're so easy on him and you don't really discipline him. And when he cries, like you're just like right there to coddle him. And <clears throat> so it's like my fault that he's like acting like this. Right. But and are other people not agree. right there when he's crying? Are other people disciplining him at his age? Like, are we disciplining not a baby? Really, but like, no, not really. But yeah. so it's like, that's why like, I don't agree. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's a thing like Adam could be changing Hayden's diaper. Mm -hmm. And he's acting totally fine. Yeah. And then if I go upstairs to put laundry away or like I pop by, if Hayden sees me walk by the room, he immediately starts screaming and melting mm -hmm. down and freaking yeah. out. Yeah. And like, I, it's not like if I go there, he instantly stops. It like makes it worse. He yeah. just like is unconsolable until right. like I pick him up and hold him and then he's yeah. fine. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so frustrating because it's like, I don't want it to be a reflection of like, yeah um i and i just don't know and what's interesting though is like it's one, one thing i've noticed is that when it's just him and i mm -hmm. for the most part he's fine mm -hmm. but it's like when other people are around mm -hmm. it like right it's right. worse right there's a little probably anxiety there and you know annabelle is the exact same and she has been for quite a while um i don't remember when it first started for her but you know i'll be going to pick her up after she's with um mike's family for the day and she'll be like i'll look through the window and she's like just talking or hanging out or you know, playing with a puzzle or coloring or something and I'll come in the door and all of a sudden she'll just be like melting down or doing zoomies around the room or trying to show me three different things at the same time. And her, his mom and his grandma will just be like, you know, she was fine before you got here. We don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. And there was actually an, a very similar experience with another family member's child who would do the exact same thing. And when the mom would show up there, <laughs> to pick him up to be like oh my god like what is going on who is this child yeah. you know and it's funny because my brother and i when we were growing up we were um at my grandmother's house a lot like she was our childcare, and we did this at certain people's houses but we never did it when we were with my grandmother for the day mm -hmm. and then when i go and i pick annabelle up at my grandmother's house it's the exact same serene like basically she doesn't do all of that when I pick her up at my grandmother's house. And I know from my personal experience at my grandmother's house that we were very coddled. We were very, every need was catered to as fast as possible. And she's the same exact way with Annabelle. And it's not that she's not getting the same love. And because I know that his mom treats Annabelle with the same love that she would treat her own children. 
but it's just a very different kind of raising a child. There's a lot more no. There's a lot more conversations happening around like the whys of things at Mike's parents' house, whereas at my grandmother's house, the need is just immediately being met without any like any conversation about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, like I was reading, I was reading this other article a while back about it and it said mm-hmm. something about maybe it was the same article maybe there was some another part of it but yeah that like uh, one reason is that or um a theory is that like a mother is like the safe space mm-hmm. and so the child you know if they've been like keeping it together all day they've yes. been holding it in all day when they finally see the mother they just kind of let it out right. so that makes sense i think for an older child but mm-hmm. for Hayden like what is he trying to keep together there's nothing there yet you know and I and like I almost don't like that explanation for Hayden because then that would suggest that he's keeping it in for Adam and he's you know what I mean and like that's not the case like he feels safe with Adam too so it's like I don't know that that's necessarily I think that makes sense for older kids Mm -hmm. um because at first it's like oh that makes me feel good and then I thought about it I was like well but I don't know that that really applies to Hayden yet yeah um So I don't know. I mean, I think there might be a layer of like, you know, I am the nurturing, I am the, Mm -hmm. you know, the coddling, I am the, you know, um, super like lovey-dovey one, which again, like, I feel like this is coming across like Adam's not, he, he is, Mm -hmm. um, but like Adam doesn't jump the second Hayden cries, right? right? Like he Mm -hmm. lets him try to figure it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important, you know, but I'm, I'm different. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've expressed this, you know, like I, yeah. um, you all know how I feel about, about that. Yeah. Um, which actually I'm going to talk about something about that too, that I just read somewhere and I was like, I know. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so it's like the second Hayden cries, like I'm, I'm right there. I'm like, what, what do you need? I got mm-hmm. it. Let me help you, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if maybe that's just the way that he's been learning to communicate to me. And so Mm -hmm. if that's why, I don't know, but it's like, he's also started hitting, like he's like hitting me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm like, ow, that hurts. And I'll show him that it hurts. And he'll just kind of like, look at me. And then he gets upset. Like you hurt me. (laughs) These are all things that they're like experimenting with. But one thing I've noticed with Annabelle's language, when like going from being, a tiny, tiny baby all the way to where she is now, she would make certain sounds when she was crying that you never really fully understand exactly what she means, but you're responding to it immediately because you're their mom. And then over time, you understand that that whine or that whatever means a certain thing. And you're the one spending the time with them that whole time. So you fully understand what that whine means. So you're going to get that for them and you're going to have the conversation with them about it. And then over time, they slowly learn the words. And so... Annabelle's gone from like crying to like whining to half words to now saying a full sentence for these things that she would be crying about and I would be jumping for immediately. So now I'm just like putting all this stuff like in place. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is what she was trying to tell me. So like say Mike and I are both here at the same time and Annabelle starts piping up like, oh mama, I want this, blah, blah. It's like in the same tone of voice that she used to whine in for a certain thing. So I'll like jump up or if she says that, no, dada, get it. And like dada's scrolling on his phone or he's watching TV or something. I'll be like, Mike, she wants you to get her, uh, you know, a fruit snack, you know, like she wants me to get her a fruit snack. And he's like, cool. I'm like, 
but like he she wants you to get the fruit snack can you go get it like yeah certain things there are certain noises she makes when she wants a certain person to do things and when she wants a certain thing and it's like you just know all these nuances because you are the person who's with her 24 7 Mm -hmm. and you know the urgency behind it there's an urgency or there's not an urgency and you can tell by their tone of voice (laughs) Mm -hmm. you can i was just trying to look it up because i also read something um as well that when a baby cries it actually does something physical Mm -hmm. to the mother it's like there's like a hormone that's released um that like makes your heart yeah no but it makes your heart race it gives you anxiety and some some mothers are affected by it more than others Mm -hmm. like every every mother is 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 affected some mothers have just kind of learned how to handle it you know better than others but like i know that i'm one of them that really is affected by it because i've literally said from the beginning like it does something physical to me i can't explain it like my eyes instantly tear up i get a ball in the back of my throat my heart Mm -hmm. hurts Mm -hmm. like it literally sinks like it just li- like I it like almost paralyzes me a little yeah. bit. Like, yeah. And I know I'll get better. I'm sure that's it's just the thing I have to yeah. like figure out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I hear him, especially when he when I know that he's like, if it's just like a whine or a little like crying fuss because he's like just tired or you know, it mm-hmm. like that's not when I'm like that. Right. I don't want you to think that I do that every single time. But it's just oh, when yeah. he's like really going through it, right? right? Like that's when I'm just like. Oh my God. And mm-hmm. then it's so hard in those moments because then it's like, usually Adam's the one that can kind of, um, well, sometimes Adam can be the one to like calm him down because then I feel like I just make it worse, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah. yeah, I don't even know. Just like, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to do. I don't know what I, to do. <laughs> I feel the same way. There's definitely yeah. an urgency there. I can't handle it. Like there'll be, I'll be like, we have a gate to prevent her from going up the stairs and hurting herself by falling back down, even though she can go up and down them fine. Now when she's mm-hmm. tired, she will just fall no matter if she's walking or not. Like she's just, cause you know, she doesn't sleep voluntarily. Yeah. So, so I'll be like taking a shower. It'll be my first alone time shower in like four days because this week we didn't have childcare. <laughs> so like, it'll be my first alone time shower in like four days. And she'll be like, but what? upstairs mama shower me tubby time and i can hear her and she's just she starts off by just saying it nicely then she's like (laughs) neither one of like my how we all start though right exactly (laughs) we're just like calmly like hey this is a need right this is a need i can't get it for myself so i'm gonna (laughs) tell you can i please have that and then mike will be like no no come play with like blocks or come play with a book or like whatever and she'll be like no and like then she'll start getting really upset and like at that point i can start here i can hear her from the shower there's no phantom cry the cry is there and then i'm getting and then you start rushing to hurry up to try to get out because then she starts boo-boo crying when she knows neither one of us are going to allow her to do exactly what it is she wants. So her lip is there. There's big, huge tears. And she's just, like, heartbroken. Like, 100% oh, it's heartbroken. heartbroken face that yes. I was just, like... And so, <laughs> like, even if it's hilarious of what they're heartbroken yeah. about, it's still just, like, oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> so then I'm, like, listen, babe. Like, I'm, like, yelling out the shower. The last step before I jump out of the shower and go get her myself. And I'm... I'm like, listen, babe, can you like just let her come up over the stairs to like stop the boo-boo crying? And he's like, 
I thought you wanted a loan shower. I do. Like, yeah, but this isn't sure. enjoyable. Right. This is this is not tolerable for me or for her. So like, let's just yeah. come upstairs. And then if we can persuade her to maybe play upstairs in her room, instead of being downstairs completely away from me, like maybe that will help. But, you know, we just try to like, yeah, figure out a solution together. But it's not about letting her cry because it's clearly <laughs> heartbreaking. So, it is heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He yesterday, like I had like, you know, all the stuff that I was trying to do around the house. I had plans to like go run errands and all this stuff. Um, and he like, he's so good, like going to the stores with, he's actually fun to run errands with. Um, yeah. and I was going to do all that, but like, he was just kind of like in like a, just kind of like lazy, sleepy kind of mood. And he was also being like a little extra, like if see it feels weird to call a baby needy because like all babies are needy but like he was just like wanted me to hold him right like more than he usually does Mm -hmm. and it was just like a day that like i just had stuff that i'm like working on i'm trying to do and i'm just like man and so needless to say i didn't get anything done because it's like when this little baby is up at you holding their arms up with their big Mm -hmm. lip because they just want to be held like obviously i'm gonna hold you (laughs) you know so literally I spent the day of like him literally on my hip like Mm -hmm. I was like working on a project in the dining room and he was like sitting in the chair with me like I was in the kitchen making something and he was I was making it with one hand because he was on my hip like I was in the living room like vacuuming and I was holding him too like he just wanted to be held all day and it was like I just like I'm like he's never he's only going to be this little once right and I don't want to look back in those moments where like, you know, the days that he's not going to want me to hold him anymore. And then I'm going to look back on these times of like, Oh, why did I push right. him aside when he wanted to be held? You know? Right. So it's like, yeah, yeah. So I didn't get anything done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I got a lot of really sweet cuddles out of it. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, that's important. We are on their time. They were not yeah. like, they didn't ask to be born. They didn't ask to like be born with their personalities or their needs or their wants. Like mm-hmm. we created this and, and we also know how we fast made this time bad. Yes. <laughs> we, we made this bad. Right. We very, we very intentionally made this bad. Right. Right. It's very hard for this. Bad. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, that I always try to keep that in mind when she mm-hmm. wants to be held while I'm making something on the stove or, or if she wants to, like, be held while she digs through all the cupboards for the perfect snack or <laughs> <laughs> neither one of us can reach the snacks because I'm short yeah. and I'm holding her and she's tiny, so Please. it's fine. I'll just hold you and we'll stand there staring at the stacks that we can't reach together. <laughs> Um, I saw this um, father in, it was like some, where was I? I don't know. It might've been like, it was like some shoe store. I don't remember where I was. It might've been like off the rack or something like that. Or no, not off the rack. It was like the rack room shoes or something. I think it was, Mm -hmm. I don't even know. It doesn't, that's irrelevant, but um, (laughs) unless you get, unless rack room shoes wants to be our sponsor. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So anyway, so this uh, father was 
helping this little boy get some shoes. He was shopping for shoes for his son. And I, mm-hmm. I guess his son was like three years old, just had, had just turned three. And um, they were looking for his size and the size was like up really high. And so the father took his son. He's just like, okay, buddy. He's like, see that box up there? See the red box? And you should get mm-hmm. that box. And the father took the kid. He like picked him all the way up over his head and like yeah. held him up really high. And the kid grabbed the box. He's like, got it, dad. Yeah. And then he like put him down. And he's like, yeah, good job, buddy. And I was yeah. like, I yeah. took a moment. I was like, oh, my so God. So smart. Yeah. Like, I will never have to worry about getting things off the top shelf <laughs> ever again. Like, that <sighs> is genius. That makes so much sense. <laughs> so why don't you try that with Annabelle? Uh, because she weighs 30 fucking pounds. I'm pretty oh. sure Mike could do it. Like, Mike will. <laughs> like, we've we've been in those situations before as a family, and Mike has done some funny things like that. Yeah. But, like, for me, I can probably get her to, like, my eyes. And then if whatever it is is beyond her arms. So you basically make her your height, which is just not, that's not going to work. Right, exactly. (laughs) If I were to be like a weightlifter or if I could lift more than 30 pounds up over my head, that was like maybe like a barbell I could do because it's not like a floppy child. You know what I mean? Floppity, floppity. Yeah. Floppity with my tits. I have really floppy tits now. Sorry. This is not (laughs) part of the show. I feel like we need to talk about that in... I feel like I need a mommy makeover. I literally have flapjack tits. They're just like... (laughs) You are the one who was lucky enough to be able to breastfeed, so I'm actually not surprised. Right, and he sucked those babies so flat. Yeah. And they're just like, just these flat, (laughs) flat, flat flapjacks just slapped on my friggin' chest. Yeah. It's not cute. Yeah. Like well, I have this dress for this shoot that we're wearing and I bought double stick tape to make sure mm-hmm. that the flapjacks didn't flap out. And like the thing <laughs> is is like I don't even know that I'm gonna be able to wear the dress properly. I need to like yeah. I need to like perk these babies up, stuff them with some shit. Yeah. I don't even know. I need no. some, so my I need like postpartum self care is so far has been and we're gonna talk about this more in our self care episode but um has been you know having my sunspots removed because it's hormonal and it's there's part of it that's hormonal and then there's others that not that are not but I mean it's definitely gotten worse since um getting pregnant and having Annabelle so I decided that that was going to be my first thing but I've heard a lot of people's first thing is like a breast lift um I've heard at least two people have this conversation with me personally and then Um, I've had one person tell me that the first thing they did for themselves was, was like a neck lift, but I think mm-hmm. the breast lift just makes so much sense for most people. Yeah. I want, I want a neck lift. Mm-hmm. I want a breast lift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, <want a> tuck. <laughs> I feel like I we're going to get to be fluffed and stuffed and pulled yeah. and hey you know <laughs> we're geriatric then... mamas we're geriatric mamas so this none of this is a surprise to me at all oh, but God. i feel like yeah. i can't wait to talk about all this stuff more in depth like over mm-hmm. the month of december and january too you know yeah there's it's so important. many things you need to do it's important <sighs> but anyways speaking of geriatric mamas um so I realized the other day, like, I'm not, well, I am a football fan, but I'm mostly a Tom Brady fan. So I was, like, really big into football, really big into Patriots starting, 
what was it? Like when Tom Brady like won his first Super Bowl, that's when I was like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like football and then I got into it and then I stayed into it until he went to the Buccaneers and then I was like, mm, okay, that's fine. When, that's what I was about you. to say. Yeah. I'm just like, I understand why he made that move because yeah. he was given a shit ton of money. Like, obviously, it's a yeah. no-brainer. But right. I'm like, you fucking traitor. Right. No. And, and so then I'm in the just meantime, like, okay. right. <laughs> and in the meantime, he ended up winning another Super Bowl, but the Kansas no. City Chiefs were coming up and they were getting really big. And I was kind of paying attention to them a little bit. And I kind of thought they were a little bit cool. They had a little bit of swagger in the football world. My brother-in-law. Thought, well, thank you. Cause he's really? a huge Chiefs fan. Yeah. He was so excited that they yeah. won the Super Bowl. And it I was like heard, a huge thing. I had heard about Donna Kelts because it was a well-known fact that her son Jason and her son Travis were playing against each other in the Super Bowl. Was it last year or the year before? Because Jason plays on the Eagles and then Travis plays on the Chiefs. No. Yes. So Travis plays on the Chiefs, Jason plays on the Eagles. So they were playing against each other in the Super Bowl. So Donna Kells got some like serious media time because both of her kids were playing and yada, yada, yada. But what I didn't realize until right now when I was looking into, you know, more of her and uh, Taylor Swift's relationship is that Donna Kells is actually a geriatric mama. She had her first son, Jason, when she was 35. And then she had Travis when she was 37. How crazy is that? And she's here, she's alive, and she is at, you know, she's alive and well, and her kids are both playing in the football world, and she can go to all of their games. Like, she just went to, are they in Germany right now? I think they're playing in Germany, because the Patriots were playing at, like, 9.30 this morning because of European time. So, I'm just curious um, who you are and what you've done with my best friend. Well... Because um, I have no idea who these people are. I do not follow football. And my best friend, Sonia, also yeah. isn't really this involved with football. So no. you are clearly an imposter. Yeah. And um, I'm going to need you to leave her body right now. <laughs> because I have no idea what you're okay, listen, talking about. <laughs> listen, at our friend's engagement party when I went to you Texas. Know, my knowledge of football goes past, <laughs> does not go past Tom Brady and Giselle. Okay. Can I tell you one of my most embarrassing moments, (laughs) one of my most embarrassing moments with your father-in-law, Steve, is me at Tiffany's engagement party and like drunkenly inviting myself over to his house the next day to watch football because we had done that when we were there for your engagement oh, party. Oh, he loves you. He probably That's, loved him. Oh he didn't God. think anything of it. No, 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 no. I'm tomorrow. I'm telling he you. He probably Jessica. was like, yeah, okay, come on over. No, that's hilarious. He probably, yeah. I guarantee you he loved that. He didn't think anything of that. He loves all you girls. Yeah, um, no, but what I love seeing now is like Taylor Swift after like her tour and i'm not a big swifty i love i like some of her songs i've used them for backgrounds for like my old work videos and Last stuff because um you said to me the other day you're like i'm not a swifter and then you're oh, like i mean a swift swifter i'm not a swifter 
laughing so hard. Yeah. Clearly, you're not a squifty. Right. No. But when she did her heiress tour, (laughs) when she did her heiress tour, there were quite a few people who I worked with who were big Swifties and they would take their kids to the concerts. It was like their family tradition whenever they would go. And, you know, there are several people like that here, which I think is so cute because their daughters grew up with this huge experience. And it's not cheap. It's so expensive. And so they were, she was playing at Gillette Stadium in Boston for this one concert that is now like viral and famous because she was just singing her heart out, looking absolutely amazing in the rain, like pouring rain, pouring rain. And you know, most people would have just canceled. canceled. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And like, this is the concert that like the people that I knew were there. And I just was like, this is amazing. She is such an amazing performer. She's so talented, but she's also so dedicated to her fans. And so I was like, cool, cool, cool. Like the concert's over, like we're not thinking about Taylor Swift anymore. And then football season happens. And then she starts dating Travis. And then now the Kansas city chiefs have been on top for like a very long time now. And now you know, they're even more famous because Taylor's showing up at all the games and she's like hugging, hugging Donna Kels, who is a geriatric mama who doesn't know. How old like, is she now? Um, oh my Kels. gosh. I don't even know. Okay. So I don't know how old the boys are. Wait, they were born. Jason was born in 1987 and she was 35 when she had him. So 1987. Hold on. <laughs> So 1987. So he's probably 43, 44. Yeah. Yep. I'm not a mather. Is that right? Hold on. I'm, I was just quickly doing it in my head because I'm like, I was born in, we were born in 83. 2000. And then he's 87. 87. So, so he's like four 36. Years. Oh, wait. oh, he's younger. I went the other way. I went the wrong oh. way. Oh wait. Okay. He's, so then he's younger. So he's like yeah. thirty-six. Okay. So we're not mathers, but my guess. I, I just that was my disclaimer. I'm not a mather. My guess is that she is about seventy-one. Yes. to subtract. Yeah. No, she is seventy-one now. But the woman, the woman, she well preserved. She does not have a bouffant. Okay. She does not have a bouffant. Love it. She is blonde. She keeps herself together. She looks cute at the games, and I she's hugging. Her What's her name? Let me look her Swift. Up. No, I um, know who Taylor Swift is. I said she's hugging. She's hugging Taylor Swift. No, I'm asking who what the mother's name is. Donna Kels. Okay, Donna Kels. Let's look this bitch up. <laughs> yes, look her up. <laughs> oh gosh, she is put together. Oh, that's not she her. Hold on. She oh, okay. It was a man. A man <laughs> popped up and had this huge beard, and I'm like, that's that's a that's, rough looking that's Donna Jason. Kels. That's okay, Jason there Kels. We go. <laughs> oh she's Donna is isn't she I, well, her I literally like because her son came up and i was like uh oh whoa yeah. oh. <laughs> donna kels has an instagram too i just clicked on it yes yeah, so she's a she's a 71 year old lady okay with a happening instagram account i think mm-hmm. i can tell oh by your side gosh donna get you some lady <laughs> You know how some women or just people in general have those like really like sweet, comforting like yeah. faces that you can okay. just tell. Like she just looks like she's like just so full of love and she probably like makes the best cookies and yeah. like is just like the sweetest. Yeah. Is she a grandmother? Does she have grandkids? I think so. Oh my gosh, I think so. Mm-hmm. If not, she is one hundred percent about like her boys and like they're all very yeah. famous. 
right now because of everything. I mean, they were famous before, but they're all very famous now. And mm-hmm. her focus is still just 100% on her boys, their happiness and playing football and cheering them on because she's been doing that since they were like five. And yeah, you know, it's no, crazy. that's amazing. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. I literally just had no idea who these people were though. I know who <laughs> Taylor Swift is, that's, but you know, yeah. anything yeah. else I've just like kind of checked out. Right. Um, well, another exciting thing that happened since we recorded last is that Courtney Kardashian had her baby boy. Um, and I see the name here. Is his name seriously Rocky 13? Yeah. Barker? Like Rocky his middle name is 13, Parker. like the number 13? Yeah. Well, like yeah. Not spelled out. Literally spelled out. It might be spelled out. I'm not sure. I need to Google it. Let me look this up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yep. So his name is Rocky 13. I guess. Oh my God. Yeah. Travis had, um, kind of, I guess, spilled the beans on that a while ago. I'm not sure if it was before the, the Okay. Scare. Here's their. Okay. So Barker then tried to justify himself and explain the special meaning behind the two names. Rocky George played guitar for suicidal tendencies for suicidal tendencies. And 13 is just the greatest number of all time. Mm-hmm. He said, that's his that's their explanation so oh, it really? literally looks like it is the number 13 like not spelled out t-h-i-r yeah. it's literally one three. Oh my gosh i didn't realize yeah rocky 13 that Barker. is so funny yeah no and then um did she have him on halloween because i know that's her favorite holiday and everyone was speculating because she was in the hospital i think for halloween or something um <clears throat> i'm not sure Let's look it up. Born. It just says late October, early November. Yeah. So, so I mean, they haven't released be, all the details they yet. They haven't. Yeah. Yeah. She was keeping it really well under wraps <clears throat> is, you know, all that I know at this point. But how amazing. The baby's here. I guess the baby's completely healthy despite the scare that Good. they had. Yeah. Was it to term or was it a little early? Uh, it was a little I think early. It was, a ter- it was a little early? Okay. Well, I know that they were trying to induce her early just because she was a high-risk pregnancy, but I don't know how mm-hmm. that ended up going, if she ended up carrying it to term or not. I'm looking at her. Maybe we should cut this out since neither one of us know what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, we love them. Are you watching? Have you been watching the new um, season on Hulu? No, but I sent you that <laughs> meme. God, it's or so it funny. Or it was a real. It was that. Yeah, it was a real. So that's actually on one of their. I think that was on last week's episode. It was really funny. Um, so I actually shared that with Adam. I was like, "Isn't this like you and me?" Because like I'm more like Courtney. Just like I come from a place of love, mm-hmm. and just like you know, like I just show them a lot of love, and my children really respond well to that. And then, mm-hmm. and then Kim's like, "Yeah, I, I think I'm the same way, but I'm also like just." go to fuck to sleep. Just go to sleep. Just go to fuck to right. sleep. Right. <laughs> She's a Libra. She's a Libra. And you have to have balance. Like you can be full of love and all of that. But at some yeah. point, everyone does actually need to go to bed. And I think that is go where I draw my line as yeah. well. That's when I hit my wall. And all I'm like, all I can say anymore is Annabelle, it's time to go to bed. It's time to go to well, bed. Okay. Let me clarify something. Mm -hmm. I am, I am coming from a place of 
oh, like love and show nurture and all this stuff or whatever for Hayden, like, oh, like a sweet magical moment of bedtime or whatever. Mm. Hayden is not a normal baby when it comes to sleeping. Like he is not like he, you lay him down with his pacifier and his glow worm. You put the blanket, he pulls the blankets up and he closes his eyes and he goes to sleep. Mm -hmm. He is great. Like I have no issues. He loves Mm -hmm. his naps. He loves bedtime. Mm -hmm. If I had Annabelle, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was in your situation, mm-hmm. Sonia, mm-hmm. I would be very different. I yeah. would also be like, yeah. go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> right, right. And like, so my- he makes it very, very easy for yeah. me. So no, I am like- in a position where I don't have to be like that, but. Annabelle yeah, is really lucky in that she has both parents who are very much like want and under like fully understand the need for gentle parenting, especially with like her. Like she boo boo cries over a lot, like over anything. So like she's very lucky that both parents are very understanding of this, and also that Michael has the capacity to stay up later than me with that level of attitude. Whereas for me, I like shut down and I start seeing cross-eyed and then I'm like, I have got to go to bed and I will just be like, okay, no, night. I love you guys so much. Good night. Sweet <laughs> <Bye>. dreams. <laughs> you want to come up and go night with your mama? No, I didn't think so. And I like, yeah, I like exit, <laughs> I exit stage. Right. Cause I'm like, this is not like, I'm just going to start getting really upset. Because I'm at the Mm -hmm. end of my ropes. And when I was younger, I might have been able to, you know, control that. Because, you know, we were up until like 3, 4 in the morning, like partying and, you know, chasing each other around. Yeah, but okay. But (laughs) yes, we were. But then we were sleeping in until like mm-hmm. eleven. You're right, noon. and that's you just know? Not, so like not gonna happen if we with had either also of our the, children. <laughs> right, exactly. So <laughs> that's the difference. Yeah. No, and Mike. Yeah. Mike has a really good attitude about it, and like even today, he last night he was the one who stayed with her. I don't even know what time they ended up going to bed. I don't remember because I was sleeping completely out cold and then he woke up this morning at like 8 or 8 30 on a sunday instead of trying to sleep in and normally he would like expect maybe an extra hour of sleep after i got up but i was like babe like we're recording an episode today so we gotta figure out <laughs> breakfast for us and annabelle and mostly annabelle is all i really care about but mm-hmm. so he's like okay and he like got up without any like hemming or hawing or anything and i was like thank you because sometimes i feel guilty when i have to get him up in the morning you know why do we feel okay but that actually just brought another thing so it's- why do we feel guilty for making the men get up mm-hmm. but they don't feel guilty when we have to get up well you know what i'm saying yeah like we like i, I like i am just up you. like i know that i have to be right. up mm-hmm. i know that he needs these things it doesn't matter how tired i am it doesn't matter how little sleep i'm on he needs these things and it's gonna happen mm-hmm. and like men in the event in that i need lives. adam to do things mm-hmm. like i feel guilty mm-hmm. that he I'm like i know you're right. tired i'm so sorry but can you just do this like i don't freaking get that right compassion right. like it's just like a give like given like, I, I just truly have to do, it. do not i am very hard like i truly don't give that compassion to mike on a normal basis <laughs> but yeah. in general the statement holds women are the default parent 99 percent of the time there are those unicorn moments Mm -hmm. where the dad is the fallback and the dad is the one who feels that way hopefully it's because the mom is a breadwinner 
and the dad is doing the housework and all that. Yeah. But 99% of the time, the mom is the default parent. And that's how both mom and dad grew up as well with their mom being the default parent. So it's just all we know. That's all we know. But I feel like we're in this revolution right now. I feel like in 2023, the mantra is slowly creeping in because I've seen so many reels, so many reels. Me too. I saw one recently where it was like, um, you know, it showed a mom like vacuuming and it showed Mm -hmm. a mom cleaning and doing housework and showering. And it was like, it was like watching the babies so that mom can clean the house is not her having alone time watching the baby so mom can shower is not her having alone time yes watching the babies the mom can go to the grocery store and get groceries for the family is Mm -hmm. not her having alone time it's her doing normal things around the house and it's Mm -hmm. you being a parent right (laughs) like why does in like this was i don't know if it was the same post it might have been something else but it's like you know why is it like that, like the mom, you know, can't shower unless she like asks for assistance to shower or showers late at night, mm-hmm. you know, and it's when like, she's when, exhausted yeah, and it's doesn't like, want to wash like, her hair anymore. Right. And it's like when, you know, the husband is, you know, showering, getting ready for his day. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, when you're up there, you're, yourself is getting ready. Like that means mm-hmm. she's not, that means yeah. she's downstairs and doing all these things and doing yeah. the most. So like, why not like go and be like, Hey, you know what? Why don't you go shower? Why don't you yeah. take your time? Get ready. Do what you need to do. I got mm-hmm. this. Let me tap yeah. in, you know, but yeah. it's like, it's just, it's like, they're just not programmed that way to yeah. think, you know, and it's yeah. like, it's just, like you said, default parent, like mm-hmm. we're just these machines and then yeah. we're just on autopilot. And then yeah. when we start stinking and we need like personal <laughs> hygiene assistance, two days and like, I yeah. and we're like, oh, can you, like, yeah. like I have freaking like, yeah, like <laughs> freaking stink. <laughs> clouds coming off of me and it's like okay can you watch them for a minute like i promise i'll be really quick like god forbid i take longer than 20 minutes you know like jesus so exactly i don't know yeah i I just want to hold it no you didn't like this is so this is something that's just becoming a topic of conversation right now because there are so many women who are out there being girl bosses because that's what we do that's what we've been doing since the early 2000s. <laughs> we're girl bosses and that's our term. And then we're also at home taking care of everything, being the default parent and yada yada. No matter who's watching the kids while we're working, we're still the default parent and doing all the, mm-hmm. the most is at home. So it's a topic that's out there. And then there's this reel. <laughs> there's this reel that I saw at a restaurant. This woman is out at a restaurant with her husband and her three kids, like probably like three six and under children and all three of them are trying to eat their mom's meal or hanging off of her while she's trying to eat and then the camera zooms on over to dad who's just peacefully and calmly eating his taco and let me just tell you (sighs) mike would be murdered in public if that was the situation (laughs) like i actually don't see adam letting that happen no mike wouldn't even like like, adam actually would be like annoyed if hayden was doing that shit and usually when we go to a restaurant we put hayden next to adam so Mm -hmm. hayden's on the inside and then adam's like we'll we'll get a booth and hayden goes on the inside and adam's on the inside rubber and yeah adam kind of controls that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um but yeah like i don't i actually don't see him doing that (laughs) but but it's a really good like it's it's symbolic though of mm-hmm. like just life in general yeah. and how it is you know it's like yeah. 
And we've definitely uh, had those yeah. moments out. We've definitely had those moments out where Mike is the default parent because he is better. He's faster. <laughs> she sprints mm-hmm. like like a leopard. I don't know. She's like she's just so fast. And so, so it like, looks really fast. Mike's strides. He's six foot two, and I'm four eleven. Once again, so like his strides and his like speed. He's like way faster. He can get her. And then also he's just like. He can sometimes talk to her in a way where she'll actually like listen and understand and it's whatever. But sometimes she'll have those moments where she's just like, no, want mama. Yeah. Want mama. And it's like, <laughs> hey, like he tried. Thank you for trying. I really appreciate that. Yeah. He's like, um, okay, I need to speak to your supervisor. Yeah. So if you could just um, <laughs> yeah. tap mom in, that'd be great. Exactly. This is a different topic. But so you remember like, was it our last geriatric? coffee convos episode we had where you were talking no it was about i think it was our menopause episode and you made the comment about like are we so so hurt in a hurry to go to space but we're not even taking time to figure out our ovaries or something like that yeah whatever um this isn't about ovaries but that comment like just um so i was reading something so when i have a hard time sleeping i'll like fall down a rabbit hole of like looking up all this weird shit Mm -hmm. and i think i saw this like reel about something and then i was just like what and so i started like googling it this reel was about so this person was like saying how do you ever wonder why nasa is spending so much money exploring space but they don't really know what's in our own ocean i think i even said that yeah, right like that. in the episode mm-hmm. well apparently and this could all be a conspiracy but i was like reading it a lot of it it sounds like it might be true mm-hmm. um according to reddit <laughs> an anonymous person who said that he was on this mission um so apparently nasa was exploring the ocean and they went really really low and there's so many creatures in the ocean that like we don't even know what they are. And apparently among these creatures, there's these really giant squids and they're like really intelligent and they're carnivores. And when they get hungry, they will eat people Nuh-uh. and they have these big tentacles and they'll like sink ships. They've, they've been noted to like sink ships, sink submarines. Um, and they're afraid of fire. And so like, it, um, basically like NASA has like thrown like bombs down there trying to like get rid of them. Cause they're just like, they're really, really intelligent and they're like really friggin' scary. And there was like, this guy was saying that he was on the mission and they went down there and there was like a few of them and they were out there and then they came face to face with them and they're really scary looking and they're, they understand humans and like what, how they like live and stuff because one of them was like it removed one of the divers like oxygen tank so that it would like he couldn't breathe another one was like strangling them um one of them got away he was able to like report like this is what happened and the guy that was like writing about it he wasn't one of the divers but he was in the submarine so he was witnessing all of this happening and Mm -hmm. then he was there when the guy came back in he was like bloody and like talking about what just happened and they got out of there um and apparently after that mission they like they fired everybody that was on the mission they like stopped the mission they like like basically just closed the door on it never mm-hmm. to be talked about again they tried bombing the area then they just like just haven't gone back down there or whatever and then they immediately started like exploring space to mm-hmm. and the speculation is to see if there's another world that we could move to another planet <laughs> we can move to because these squid things are just so scary oh my god that's insane yeah 
That yeah. Is so so then, crazy. Um, of course, I wasn't able to fall asleep after that. But yeah, no. That <laughs> yeah. So the way they were too. describing it was these like really giant squids, and they were just mm-hmm. saying that they were just like very intelligent. They just kept stressing on like how intelligent yeah. they are, and they're just so gross. And they yeah. just have all these tentacles, and they're they can like morph, not morph, but um. What's the word? What am I looking for? They can like make their colors change mm-hmm. to like, like to be yeah. like really dark gray or like almost translucent. So they can kind of camouflage. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Ugh. Yeah. So apparently that's the reason why they stopped exploring the oceans because there's a lot of scary shit down there. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. You're welcome. I can't even imagine. No. I know. Nope. <laughs> oh, and I started um, <laughs> watching Delicate. Um, it was like Monday. I think I started watching it. I think it was because I didn't have the um, the episode yet to do show notes. And I was researching topics for coffee mm-hmm. combos. So I decided to put Delicate on the new season of American Horror Story. And it was so good. Like, I haven't finished it by any it's means. It's good, right? It's so good. And Isn't I can't wait good? to see. It's really like, good. It's so good. Yeah, I can't wait to finish it and, like, see what ends up happening. But the thing about it is this girl is going through IVF. And so I feel like it is something interesting for us and for our listeners to watch. It's, you know, like, mm-hmm. understanding the emotions behind all of that. And then, like... yeah. The other stuff that's happening surrounding all of that is just mm-hmm. bizarre and crazy. And I have my theories. Um, all I'm going to say is I'm glad that I wasn't watching this while I was going through all of that. Because I would yeah. like be terrified among right. every, all my other fears that I already had. Like, yeah. Yeah. But there's only five episodes out right now. And I've been waiting for them to release more. And apparently oh, it's because really? of that writer's strike. So oh, they like yes. literally stopped. So they released yeah. five. But I think I saw that the strike is finally over. So hopefully we start getting more episodes again. Yeah. Um, I think there's only five that it. they released so far. Yeah. But it's but it's good. Um, I also just binged um it's on Netflix. I'm probably gonna say it wrong, but it's like the fall of the house of Ushers. Oh, that's Usher. a good one. That's a good one. <sighs> Did you watch all of that? Yeah, but it's been a long time. Cool. It's really no, it good. just came out. This is oh, wait, it just came out. There's another one yes. that's like the fall of the house of something. Oh wait, the fall of the house of Usher no, is by is by um, you're thinking Edgar of the Ellen Hill House. Poe. You're yes, thinking the of the house. Hill House. That was really yeah. good. So this one's yeah, by Edgar Allan one... Poe. Yeah, he's like the writer. Isn't he dead. He is dead, but his book. <laughs> so was... how is this by it's him? Based off of his book. It's a famous book by the famous Edgar Allan Poe. Okay, okay. God. But I was like, what the hell is it by him? He's dead. What are you talking about? Oh, now we need to watch uh, that show, too. Thank you for reminding me. So funny. Yeah, no, he wasn't the director, unfortunately. Okay, He's not got here. it. But also probably, like, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, did you see that Stasi? Bo and their babies. They were Edgar Allan Bo and yes. his ravens. So cute. And so their cute raven costumes were adorable. And her oh my story, she's like, someday so my kids better fucking thank me for this. And I'm like, this is really more yeah. for us. This is really yeah. more for like as parents. It's more for us. Like, let's be honest. But they will. Yeah. They will because I can see them both being fashionable and so cute. 
They were adorable. So funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't wait till um, I think once we start like going trick or treating, we'll do more like family fun costumes and stuff. I think what we might do um, what I think next year we're going to I'm going to team up with Rachel. We're going to do the boys together. Mm -hmm. And we saw this. we saw this like I think it was on Pinterest or whatever, but basically you get like this like big wagon and then you make it make it look like kind of like a cage mm-hmm. and then you dress the babies up as dinosaurs and then oh, you make perfect. like Jurassic Park. Yeah. And so then I think we'll all dress as like park rangers or yeah. something and then it's like the two dinosaurs. Oh, that's um, so perfect. I think, yeah, I think we're probably gonna do something like that next year because mm-hmm. um, they'll be old enough to go trick or treating. Right. Um, but yeah, so cute. Fun. So funny. Well, I have already gotten Annabelle two pairs of holiday pajamas and I haven't gotten myself one single pair. But you know what? To be honest, I haven't really seen anything I like for like I family found, sets. Um, well, yeah, I need to figure out the family sets. I'm still trying to figure out what that's going to be. But mm-hmm. I found um, Hayden has his, um, well, actually his Gam Gam got him his official first pair, but they're 18 months, so he can't wear them yet, but he'll mm-hmm. be there soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just got him a pair at Target, they were like super cheap, but they're like really yes. cute. They're Carters and, they're and they have Carters. little nutcrackers. Mm-hmm. They have nutcrackers and then like yeah. little snow globes on them. Do you know what yes. you're talking about? Like yeah, pants. I saw those. I almost got some. Yeah. But I think like the ones I got Annabelle that were nutcracker last year that we brought to your had house, ballerinas on they them had too, ballerinas, right? not the sn- yeah. like the snow globes. And I feel mm-hmm. like the ones this year at Carters are much more like focused towards boys, which hallelujah, but, boy pajamas. Yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> but like, but what I was thinking could be really cute is like, mm-hmm. even if you had like, if somebody had like, you know, a boy and a girl, yeah. I feel like they could work for both because yeah. with the girl, you just put like a big red bow in her hair. Right. That's you true. Know? One of my friends yeah. from work, um, she showed this picture of her wheeling her kids through Target and they both had the same like you know gender neutral Christmas pajamas on and the girl was wearing this big bow and like the boy was wearing like this beanie hat and it just looked <laughs> so cute it was adorable mm-hmm. that's so funny yeah a bow a slap a bow mm-hmm. on it for her slap basically. a bow on it and you're great <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um what did you see I like saw a note here you saw a facebook <laughs> post about a mother-in-law who told her daughter-in-law to put oh, cereal my. what is this can we talk about this for a second yeah so on about. the face okay so you know that we're all <laughs> on following. the facebook yeah we're on following the facebook. the facebook we're following on the facebook <laughs> the old new moms group that's mm-hmm. like um they just hit a hundred thousand followers um and we had Susie, the um uh, the admin um and blog writer on a couple weeks ago and so this mom posted in the group that her mother-in-law and her husband are pushing her to put cereal in her infant's bottles and i think this baby is either formula or breast like they're still like tiny baby like maybe seven weeks old seven weeks so like basically still in the newborn stage because you don't get out of newborn until two months like two solid months you're a newborn and so i guess the baby hasn't been sleeping that great at night but it's a newborn so mm-hmm. you know there's that fact right so the mother-in-law <laughs> is now telling her daughter-in-law to put cereal like actual cereal like baby cereal into the baby's um bottles and so of course she's like on the down low she's pretty appalled by this suggestion because their tummies aren't really made for that level <laughs> of f- like food until what four months, four to six months. Like, let's just be be clear. Like, 
Sonia's not appalled by the idea of cereal in formula. Right. Exactly. You're appalled by the timing of it. The age. Like, it's just the too young the for that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I mean, I'm like, I'm like, because that is that is a thing. It is totally you know, a you thing. Can do, but not at that age. Yeah. Like, and our pediatrician much... even started suggesting that I think around the time that Annabelle mm-hmm. was four months old, and it wasn't necessarily. Yeah to help her sleep better. It was more because just like getting the weight on a little bit faster or whatever. (laughs) So it's a thing we, we do do that, but this mother-in-law was trying to push her to do it. And like, also I think she was planning on having this mother-in-law help a little bit with childcare when it was time for her to go back to work and stuff. (laughs) So she was kind of being pushy to the part where, to the point where she felt like the mother-in-law was going to do it behind her back. And so, yeah. And so I guess like the husband didn't really say anything in the moment. Um, and the mother-in-law was just talking about it incessantly for like a while and it was making her really uncomfortable. And then when they got home, the husband like noticed that she wasn't going to do it. They had a conversation or something. And, um, he was like, you know, I really feel like this is something that you should do. This is something that we should be doing. And of course, at that point, like he's making that decision and she knows that he's basically just going to do it because his mom said mm-hmm. that it's a thing. And because she did it with her kids and they were fine. And that seems to be a quote at that age though, like that young. Yeah. Hmm. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes when people are trying to push us to do things because they did it and they were fine, they don't always remember at exactly what stage their pediatrician yeah. told them to like, do I it. Know for Hayden, like it was like literally he had gastral issues until oh my god, it was a long time. Mm-hmm. I want to say like I want to say like close to five five months. Mm-hmm. Like he literally had issues of like, it was really bad. The first six weeks was yeah. horrible, but he literally had a hard time digesting. Cause and all babies do like their, their digestive system isn't, you know, there yet. Yeah. Right. And so he like had, um, maybe it was like until four months, but yeah, he, yeah, I couldn't imagine giving if if I had tried giving him that <laughs> at two months or whatever, mm-hmm. the, whatever this is like, yeah yeah right like that would have made things so much worse right that would have been awful (laughs) right and i just feel like too in situations like this the mom i mean we are the default parents most of the time and i feel like the mom's say should be what goes and we are not just following we are following the pediatrician's suggestions we are following all the advice um but also we're going with our gut and we're going with what Mm -hmm. we know is going to work for our baby and all of that and I just feel like sometimes that can just be so overstepped and it's really it's really hard and I just feel like sometimes mother-in-laws and other in-laws, it doesn't just have to be the mother-in-law. It's like, just because you raised kids and they survived it. <laughs> does they survive. <laughs> they happen to survive it one way or another. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that your word is, is gold. It's like the mom is raising, raising their child a certain way because that's how they feel comfortable doing it. And if God forbid anything should go wrong with that baby, because she put cereal in the bottle. Yeah. Like, how would you feel? You know, my, my big thing though, is like, I wouldn't necessarily like, yeah, I would be annoyed with, with my mother-in-law if, if she did that. But I think what I would be most annoyed about would be mm-hmm. how my husband, right not supporting like how my husband didn't have my back right and then like you know coming home and then still like going by like well Mm -hmm. why don't we do this Mm -hmm. like 
you know, that is the moment where you need to be a team more than right. ever. And, and like, when I we have babies, and, right. Yeah. And his sole reasoning, I guess in the post, his sole reasoning for wanting to follow his mother's suggestion was because the baby wasn't sleeping properly. And it's like, we all know we're all warned. Like, <laughs> I think the one big warning we get outside of all the things we didn't know before we had right. a baby, Babies the don't one sleep. big thing we know is that you're not going to sleep. Mm-hmm. So hello. Like we yeah. all know that we're not like, even if the baby is sleeping normal hours, we are still trying to catch up on like mm-hmm. our lives in the day and, you know, mm-hmm. stressing that the baby might not be breathing or something right in the middle of the night. So it's like sleep is just kind of like one of those things that's going to come back eventually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everybody knows best. Mm-hmm. Everybody's yes. an expert. Right. <laughs> right. And my guess Leave is alone. this dad. My guess is this dad is the one who, like, as soon as the baby passed out, he was probably going to pass out while this mom was trying to clean the house and do the dishes and, you know, mm-hmm. do all the things. And so, she, yeah. not only is she dealing with somebody who's siding with somebody who's completely her opinion is totally different than hers, but also she's like dealing with that bullshit too. So, yeah, it's <laughs> like, what do you care? I'm the one that's up, like, right. I'm doing it, like, right. Yeah. Anyways, oh man, not to be a Debbie Downer or anything. But like that was a post that I saw on Facebook and she got so many comments saying, you go mama, this is about Mm -hmm. you. This is about you and your baby. You do what's best for your baby. Um, because that's, that's what we need to do is do our best for our babies and for ourselves. And, you know, maybe not put cereal in a seven week old baby's bottle. God, that's so young. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, man. What I probably would have done is I would have like asked my doctor, got it in writing, and then literally, not that like I would need to do this, but just mm-hmm. like to get her off my back is mm-hmm. I would like, then I would show that to my mother in law and my husband and be like, see, doctor's orders. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. Sorry. Yeah. It's not a thing. Leave right. me alone. <laughs> right. And then look into alternate <laughs> childcare for like, yeah. <laughs> to go back to work. figure it out right get out of there you can revisit well, that idea when the baby's able to eat actual food seriously well i think we should probably wrap this up because we're going on a probably like a two-hour coffee combos <laughs> so, i know i feel like i could just like chat all day and i'm just like oh yeah there's yeah. It's actually still a day still need to get shit done yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, Sonia, she like to kick it off. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in next week. Follow, subscribe, rate, and review. Tell a friend. We need your support. And a hundred thousand followers on YouTube so we can share these videos with you. Yeah. Yes. All yep. of everybody's support. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell your mama. Tell your friends. <laughs> Tell your mother in law. Yeah, tell your mother in law. (laughs) (laughs) For more info, you can check out our website at www.geriatricmamas.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at geriatric underscore mamas, on Twitter at geriatric mamas, and follow our group page on Facebook, geriatric mamas. If you have a topic idea you'd like to discuss, are interested in being a guest, or simply have a funny geriatric story to tell, you can go on our website and click Be Our Guest, and we will get back to you as soon as we can. And also follow us on YouTube. 
please. Oh my God, we always forget that. We're never <laughs> going to get our followers. <laughs> we have 16 subscribers on YouTube. So we only have like 900, I mean, 900, 99,990, <laughs> nope, not 90 anymore, 84, 984. We need that many subscribers. That's all. That's no all big we deal. And then deal. you can watch our videos in their entirety. And they're so, just really something else. They really are. Say. Jessica's an amazing editor. She does some things. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, this is going to be a dumpster fire of an episode. And then like, somehow it comes out like so good. I'm like, all right, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? All right. Well, bye-bye. Bye-bye.